So yeah, there's um that whole fake fake article about Facebook charging people now. Oh, I know. I did not fall for that. I did not well fall done, for honey. that. Well time. done, Tony. I was I'm not proud of one you. of those fucking sheep. I was not a I, actually I saw someone post it and I just kind of stickered to myself cuz I was like, I know that site. That site's satirical. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. I was like, you won't get me again, internet. <laughs> Three times is it for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoned. Yes, yes, I know. This is gonna be a really interesting show. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> girl, it's medicinal now. I'm a sick girl. Tony Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. I'm back, everybody. And with me, of course, is Miss Lucy Wack in the back. Hey. And Miss Shay Kool-Aid. How is Lucy in the back when she's thousands of miles east of you? I mean, if anything, I'm to the right now yeah. on the Skype screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, girl. I haven't really thought of You just like that. that it rhymes. I do. Whack in the back. Wax in the back. Hey, Ooh. girls. You should wax yours while you're at it. Yeah, what's up, girl? Uh. Already with yeah. the shade. Already, she can she can see I your back you. hair from here through Skype. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to the Tony Soto Show. Yay. Wait, no, we should be welcoming you back. We did a oh. show without. I know That's we're funny. we're gonna carry it on. Honestly, yeah, we're gonna we were. change the name. But you did do a show without me. I listened to that show. Yeah, yeah, you did. You were the first person that listened to that show. How, how do y'all feel like you did? <laughs> Oh, I maybe smoked a joint walking over to Lucy's house. Uh, No, this was this is what I took from it. Like I was like, okay, they really did hot topics just because they know it's a part of the show. But you did not give a fuck Uh, about the hot topics ever. Like you ever, you never do. You never do. Like you never even. You just did research. Like. For 15 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> I mean, um, 15 I, I, minutes is liberal because you told us when we started researching that we had five before you started. <laughs> and honestly, like, Shay's the one that came up with a list of topics. I was just going to wing it. But as soon as, I mean, oh, it, that's good. Yeah, what, wing it. Whack, wing it. Yeah, I forgot that I, <laughs> I don't know. Show. I mean, Because I was like, I didn't research. Nothing happened. That's Nothing true. had happened. That's true. It's all been... the good shit had happened before. Joan Rivers had died. The VMAs happened. So it was old news. Everyone had already talked about it. It's and true. So it's true. About it's true. Was... But, it was, but when the listener questions came out, then y'all yep. just, that just, you hit your mark. You hit your mark. You love those listener questions. Yeah, we love giving people bad yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. Was... Well, I love hearing other people's problems. I yeah. mean, I'm like, oh my God, mine are nothing. I know. <laughs> I love especially how, uh, you know, your discussion of listener questions somehow got you on the topic of my living situation at the time. And uh, and you released some tea. Is that is that what happened? About is a potential happened? pillow that I made. <laughs> 
I mean, or may not. it was really funny. <laughs> it was. It was really funny. It was sad, but it was funny. When you told me over the phone, <laughs> I laughed the most maniacal laugh that I literally scared these like two white ladies because I was shopping in Lincoln Park and they were like, what? Oh my God. Girls, I struggled. I struggled for two, <laughs> for two weeks. Two and a I'm half not weeks. spending money on stuff I already have. No, because like that's the thing. Like I, so I did this better way, better way moving. I was not the better way. They fucking warped. They're based out of Indiana. First of all, like three methy looking white people came and picked my stuff up a week before I fucking even moved, which scared me in the at the beginning because I was like, why are you, why are you Caucasian? I, <laughs> that makes no sense to well, me. Well, at least they didn't know the combination to your safe. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, but like all my shit finally made it here and it was beat to fuck like it is like all the boxes are like down like they've obviously moved it like three four times and just took no regard for shit like uh, but but yeah no for two and a half weeks I literally had an air mattress and that's it and, and a medical card for marijuana <laughs> And I just got internet like the week before I got my stuff. So like I was even like just going with my phone, watching Netflix on my phone because I get good cell service. So <laughs> God, that sounds just I mean, we were in contact, but like remember how you were describing your move to California? Oh girl, I wanted that white lady move. And, I wanted that I wanted that no fuss, no must. How did that how did that I white want, lady I, work out and you know what i paid white lady money for a fucking shitty ass move yes <laughs> you paid white lady money for a brown person move uh, yes yes i sure did and it was rough because like uh everyone <laughs> i got here everyone i'm talking to is like so how do you like it how do you like it you know the, the i i hated it here because like i was living I don't have my like yeah you weren't living you were just squatting girl so how do you like living in LA is not really a question you can answer when you don't have your life oh yeah absolutely I mean it was and it was it came down to like the fact that I also did a lot of extensive shopping for stuff before I moved here like stuff that I knew that I would need like a new bathroom set and new bedding and so I had to get like just this plastic fucking cheap old shower curtains so I could even shower you know here basically living like Will Smith and iRobot huh I don't know that reference oh well he was like (laughs) I don't watch movies about black people (laughs) it wasn't about black people it was about black people and robots see that don't make no sense he was like he was really petrified and he was like squatting in his apartment he like got rid of all his shit and he showered with a clear shower curtain because he was petrified of robots (laughs) And well, well, they are taking over. They are taking over. But no, I'm here now, though, and I have my stuff, and I'm settled, and I feel comfortable. Now it's like, you know, just the quest to find a job and to maintain the Tony Soto show, The Tale of Two Cities, because I got my homies still up in Chi-Town representing, and it's about to get cold, huh, girls? Huh? Actually, it? this is a lovely fall. Yeah. I went out in a tank top today. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Oh, nice. It's been hot as well here, like hot as well. One of those, like two of those days that I had an air mattress and nothing else. It was like 109 degrees here. It's been like 60s and 70s. All I had was a ceiling fan. So I was just moist. 
Moist. Girl, you forgot your church fan at home? Then that dry heat bullshit, I don't give a fuck anymore when people are like, oh, yeah, but it's a dry heat. Yeah, you still fucking sweat. I still sweat. Like, I don't give a fuck how dry it is. I don't mean that you're dry. That just means you sweat even more because it's fucking like 100 degrees. Well, and isn't it so dry that you're low on water out there? Is oh, there yeah. a water? Yeah, I think, that, I think it's going to be here for like another three weeks and then we're out. I think... <laughs> I think I moved here at just the right time. I heard on the news today they were talking about uh, uh, the place where everyone's going to want to move is Detroit, Michigan. Like, like that's gonna, because of climate change, they're saying that like that's where you're going to want to move. I was like, oh, great. I just moved out west. I maybe have four weeks here before we're out of water completely. I don't know. It's really funny because they talk about the drought, the drought, the drought, the drought, the drought. But... I'm, I'm down by like this, um, what's it called? A fire station. But like they have grass, but it's not the grass. It's the kind of shit that the Brady Bunch had. The AstroTurf. Is that what AstroTurf. AstroTurf. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I literally <laughs> was stumbling home uh, the other night and walked past it and they were watering it. Well, <laughs> there was you like still... a built-in sprinkler system that came up and watered AstroTurf. Like gotta wash all that dry dirt off like it's like all no it's real like i've actually i know it sounds stupid that i know about astroturf but astroturf is some real good shit like when i'm older if i ever have a space with a lawn i will get rid of the grass and put down astroturf it's hypoallergenic all you have to do is like rinse the dirt off of it it has a drainage system you don't so that makes sense i like the wood chips thing yeah you know just get rid of everything and just have some wood chips down but they have some Nice astroturf. Right, but like my thing would be like if I'm not having grass, it's because I don't want to water it. I don't want to waste the water on plastic. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, all right, if I'm trying to be water conscious, then I'll just go with like wood chips or stones. I think stones could be cute. Well, I have my own like Asian garden. Yeah, that's Japanese stone garden. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but be grateful about your grass and whatnot (laughs) and all that rain you get. Be grateful because these people, we're gonna die. Do, do people come and yell at you if your showers exceed 10 minutes? No. No. And, and, I, have a, and I have a toilet that, like, flushes, like, hardcore. Like, it's, and I have great water pressure. Like, no, this is the dream. That's why I feel guilty because I want to take long showers because I got that pressure that makes you want to stay in. And then I'm thinking, oh, shit, there's, like, three weeks left of water here. But, you know, this is like, what are Reese Witherspoon's children going to drink? Avion, girl. Like, the thing is, it's so funny is like bottled water is such a fucking thing here. And I'm like, okay, I get it. We need water. But, you know, you're but then all those plastic bottles are just. I mean, there's some things. There's some things that you got to get used to here in the old L.A. (laughs) Anyway. Let's move on from that because I'm just grateful to be uh, settled in and uh, feeling good and finally getting my life. And I'm glad to see you two dumb bitches over Skype. Uh, But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to do our hot topics of the week because I love to do them. We'll be right back. Marky Mark is a classic. <laughs> Tony Soto Show. <laughs> okay, we are back with the Tony Soto Show. And um, before we go any further, well, I just wanted to say that my heart goes out to the theater community in Chicago, Illinois, because it has had a tough month. Like, well, they lost Bernie Vaughn and Molly Glenn, who were two actors uh, a couple weeks ago. 
And uh, over the weekend, Sheldon Patinkin, who um, was really big with like the improv scene and like uh, Second City, and um, he was our theater head. He was the theater head of Columbia College. Uh, I went to directing with him. I went to directing classes with him, uh, but he passed at seventy nine. And uh, on my Sunday, I was like a fucking mess. Like I didn't realize how much he affected. Uh, my life uh, positively until they said that he was gone. I never thought that, you know, Sheldon could die. As weird as that sounds. I know. I thought he was indestructible, too. And because and, and, like, he's been sick for years and he was like, yeah, yeah. but he would but, oh, he was so, so active and he would yeah. go to theater stuff and he would support you and he would like always send you like a happy birthday the day before your birthday. And, and you know, it's funny because everyone like, you know, the day, the day is following his passing, like people have been writing their stories because, you know, everyone has a story about how he influenced their life. And I was like, oh, um, I don't know if I have one, but then I'm thinking, and I remember he was the one who always told me, he was like, even if you don't do theater your whole life, like ever, anything that you learn here, you can apply to anything else that you do. So I kind of contribute the Tony Soto show to him because I knew I could do this because of what I learned in theater. So yeah. he will be missed. He Thanks, was Sean. such a great man uh, at 79, passed away. And the 420, which, you know, I'm just insane. Right, girl. He was, like, I've been smoking a lot of weed in his honor, too, this past couple days. Do you, do you have a Sheldon story, Shay? Um, I would have to say my favorite Sheldon story would be my freshman year when we were doing West Side Story. And you know how he would come to like the tech rehearsals and yeah. he would always think. Yes, it was always a thing when Sheldon was coming. And I don't remember what time that he was supposed to be there, but he was like running late. And everyone's like, wow, that's like, that's unlike Sheldon to be running late. Well, we're going to take like a quick break, you know, for you guys. You guys take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll check in and <clears throat> see where he is. Well, we were going to the classic theater, and you know how you walked through the boiler room to get from the Gets to the classic? Yeah. We cracked open that door, girl, and the puff of marijuana smoke that came from that boiler room, and who was standing on the other side of she that puff of smoke? Grinning. <laughs> but I remember in that moment being like, this is one badass little just fat that queen because you are warned about him like when you got to columbia and was like look out for sheldon because like he was such a presence and so intense and like it was like you feared him just because and he's like this frail little old jewish man but you feared him because yeah because he told you um, how it is he'd tell you to cut the bullshit because all of his not knowledge and he, and oh. you know his his play uh, his phrase is you know it's better to be an asshole than a chicken shit so yep so it was like, just get out there and work and do your shit. He's going to be missed. That's all. So uh, let's move on. Let's talk about abuse. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> abuse, kids. <laughs> so um, the NFL has been in, and you know, this has been a story that um, that has been going on for a while. And um, we didn't, Wait, what? Are, you, are you saying that athletes have... It's not new that athletes are violent. In their right. is, is it so hard to believe? Um, because, you know, <laughs> well, we've been talking about this for a lot because it's been happening like almost all month. And uh, talk about the Ray Rice 
uh, who was with the Ravens, who um, was suspended indefinitely for uh, being caught. Like he was the one who was caught on camera in an elevator, knocking out his then fiance. That happened in yes. February. Okay, so yes. I'm sure if you if you've lived under a rock, then you don't know this story. But I mean, I just feel like it needs to be touched on, and, and it shouldn't be a story that we stop talking about because. And then we have. Um, the story of the child abuser, the, uh, the alleged child abuser, I guess, from uh, the Vikings. Um, well, I know that with the, Ray, with the Ray Rice story back in February, the footage back in February was not of him actually hitting his girlfriend. That's what's the new news now, and that's what got him suspended because the footage was what happened outside of the elevator in February. They saw him dragging her out, out of, of the, the elevator. elevator. After he so they, her out. No, so they didn't. Yeah, exactly. So right, people but the footage of him actually knocking him out is what just surfaced recently. Yeah. Oh, because so, TMZ. Oh, so in February. TMZ. Yes, in so February. The real it scandal was scandal mm-hmm. is the fact that we're all finding out the reason she's she's unconscious is because he fucking hit he her. He punched her in the face. And that the NFL hid that. Well, yeah, and because well, they're saying that they didn't see the footage until uh, recently, too, which obviously <laughs> I don't right. think is, is true. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Cause it's like, where did t- well, you know, TMZ, they're tricky, and I love that they dig deeper because, like, there is a much bigger story that was obviously going on there because people just assume that maybe she had had too much to drink. But it was the thing that creeps me out the most about the whole thing with that video is how when he punches her and knocks her out, knocks her unconscious, he looks at her like not like, oh, my God, I just did something terrible. He's looking at her like, oh, great. Well, now now what am I going to do this passed out body? Like, it's just it's so disturbing. It's so disturbing. What Uh, disturbs me, though, is the fact that now the NFL is taking action against him now that everything is out there. She is defending him. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I I don't want people to be... Because, like, there's a lot of uh, victim blaming going on when it comes to his now wife. Uh, and being like, she, she's defending him. She, we, we don't know, like, what their relationship is like now. Like, we don't know if there was counseling. There's so many things that we don't know. So to, to come for this woman because she's coming and like defending her husband. We don't know how their relationship has healed since February. Not I, don't, I don't really feel like I'm coming after her as much as I'm coming after the fact that we have, as a society have created people who will depend on their abusers and will come to their defense in doing but so. But it's not just depending on your abusers. You know, the poorest of poor people, poorest of poor women stay with their abusers for fucking nothing. So it has nothing to do with like that's that's what makes me upset too because people try to make like this is like a money situation like she's I don't think Lucy him. meant I don't no. think she meant money when she said like depending no 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 no, no, no. I'm, and I'm not and I'm not I'm not saying that you're saying this but I'm but I'm picking oh, back on what on, on yeah, what you're saying no. because because what you're because what I feel like is people are coming for her saying oh she's staying with him because he's rich. And it's like, yeah. no, she might just be staying with him because she's fucking terrified to leave him. You know, like she's any staying. other yeah. abused fucking woman in yeah. the world that it happens. Right. And what upsets me the most about this story is that we act like domestic violence just all of a sudden appeared. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It hasn't been there throughout all the ages of oh, mankind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, women are just now fucking getting beaten up by their men. And these children too, like with the uh, with the Vikings, Adrian Peterson, who um, 
who uh, uh, switched his his yeah, his son with a switch and like allegedly uh, uh, left a bunch of really. Awful. Really tore this little behind up. It was bad. Yeah, the pictures are bad. Well, they were like think, uh, marks on a scrotum as well. So I mean, that's abuse. And the thing is, I'm from an abusive uh, family. My father, my father was a little crazy when it came to disciplining his children. And I mean, although I still think that sometimes a kid should get thumped. Like yeah, I, because I got a good, I got a good, I got a good whooping when I was a kid. Like I got my ass whooped. Like. Tore up. Lucy, but the did thing, you hear your ass whooped? It, huh? Oh yeah. I, you know, I only got spanked. No. Spanking, open palm spanking was what we would get. What'd you get, Shay? Got that belt. Got that belt. Got that I got belt. the belt. I would get the wooden spoon. I would get the hand. It really depended on the level because my parents didn't spank unless it was something that was like absolutely necessary. Unless they had told me time and time again and it became like a last resort like my parents never did it out of anger like my dad would do this terrible thing before every spanking where he would give me like a 10 minute lecture and just like oh that's awful just beat my ass make my anxiety like 10 times worse like why are we talking about it just hit me right (laughs) but like i mean i would get that bell but only when i really had it coming and like it was something that i could tell now looking back that they never did out of anger because i think sometimes if people are trying to punish their children corporally out of anger it can get out of hand oh. really, really see and i feel like that's what happened in this situation but anyway when we come back <laughs> <laughs> we have some more hot topics we for you we'll be right back shut up need some guidance send us a listener letter to the tony soto show at the tony soto show.com who writes letters anymore? I bet your mother does. She just writes notes. No. <laughs> On a post-it. Po- oh, God. She's a post-it crazy person. Her office, my old bedroom, you should see it. It's just like... You couldn't put this like in a computer, girl. <laughs> you have one right there. The Tony Soto Show. Shay Coulee will not tell her mother she does this. At the TonySotoShow.com. The Tony Soto Show. That's right. No, I won't. And we're back with the Tony Soto Show. I'm joined with Miss Lucy Wack. Hey, hey, hey. Miss Shea Coulee. Hey. And we've just <laughs> we've just been rapping. We've been rapping about topics and things that have been going on. Tattoo. Do you remember Tattoo. You remember that performer? That's like that made out with made out in the rain. Her bandmate, lesbians, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're in the news again. Uh, well, Julia Volkova, uh, she's cute. She's cute, but she's come out recently and said that she would condemn her son if he's gay, because a, a real man must be a real man. But she does live in Russia where it's not okay to be gay. Yeah. Oh, no. It's she's, she, she's living in the right country for her uh, way of thinking. It's too bad she made so much money off of gay people. Did she? Oh, my God. As a, an LGBTQ whatever kind of uh, community, we latch on to anything that is ours and we would claim tattoo as gay because it was the two bandmates 
because I because I we're lesbianic. I guess so. I guess like I guess I only really ever knew that. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's how you you have to go into that every time we talk about tattoo. Do it again. So, um, <laughs> what's hilarious right now though is that um, as i'm watching you in skype and your little window and like your microphone and like the like pop filter and everything like you're totally like head I'm like bobbing a, I'm like, a <laughs> like even it left and right and, you, and you're like all over that microphone like you were just like christina aguilera well, we don't, I don't give a fuck about this bitch. And honestly, I just really would feel bad if she does have gay son. It's too bad if you're gay in Russia, period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you have any I opinions just... on that, Shakerly? Well, first of all, she's basic. When that song came out, I was young and I had terrible music chases. That's child. how old we were. And I said, I this is basic. And watching her, I, God, when did that you song come out? love it? No, because I was like, these girls are basic. And I knew <clears throat> I knew at a young age that they were fronting. I thought that you there was more passion in I was the like, Madonna Britney kiss than there was in the tattoo kiss. Exactly. And she tongue. still has that fucking fucking busted ass haircut that Rachel Leigh Cook sported in Josie and the Pussycats in two thousand one. Like, how is that supposed to be an updated picture? And you still rocking a 13-year-old haircut, bitch. <laughs> she's basic then. She's basic now. She'll forever be basic. And I feel bad for her son for being born into the world with a basic-ass hateful mama. But, That's what I mean. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to a story that is happening in L.A. Oh, my God. Uh, I figure I should bestow some things that are, you know, relevant and here. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I'm searching for some validation. You. That's all. Yeah, girl, um, we're, just, but there, we're, we're with you. There is this <laughs> actress. So much validation. <laughs> I've never seen you look so desperate in my life. I, just, <laughs> I was like, what does he need from us right now? <laughs> I just watched them doze off. I just watched. We were looking at our tablets, our information. <laughs> There's an actress here. Uh, her name is Danielle Watts. And uh, she yeah. has recently been uh, kind of in trouble with the police because allegedly she was in Studio City uh, straddling her boyfriend in the passenger side of a car out in the broad daylight. Uh, and they're allegedly saying that she was fucking him, that she, there was like, like I've heard from a source that like they saw a penis, you know what I mean? Like they saw, like they were going at it. Like someone went up to the car and asked them to stop before the police yes. were called. Mm -hmm. um, so then the police were called and she's appalled. She does not know why she was stopped or what's going on. Uh, and she tells the officers that because she's black and her boyfriend is white, that he's asking for her ID. Because that's all he wanted. He's like, yeah. I'm here because I'm on a call from Lewd Act, which gives me probable cause to fucking ask you for your ID. And she's on her phone with her. So, oh, so that came yeah, out. Like, mm -hmm. But then TMZ releases an audio tape. Oh, oh, oh. 
an audio tape of her on the phone with her dad being like, Daddy, 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 I'm being, I'm being, I don't know. I was making out with my boyfriend in front of my studio. She's like, like freaking out being like, this is because I'm black. And the cop is like, oh, you're going to play the race card? <laughs> it's like, really? Exactly. And like, girl, like, I don't feel like it could have her defense, like her, not even defense. I don't, like, what would you even call that? It whack ass excuse. Like, with all the negative media attention that's happening with the police in places like Ferguson, where there's like real, like, hate and like race based crime going on, it was like, girl, you gonna pull that one out right now? This is kind of like a kick in the teeth, right? Like, I was like, girl, and you was being a, you was, you was doing some whole ass shit yeah. in public. Well, you were you were doing whole ass shit in public, and he probably needed your ID to fill out a report so he could get his ass out of there. Yeah, he really was just like I wanted to be in and out. Like it was like a, <laughs> it was like a, I wasn't gonna say anything. Like I was just gonna go in there and be like, hey, stop it. And she's all like, I have a publicist, sir. I'm an actress, but she was on uh, what is that, the Django? Girl, she was in Django for like. 30 seconds. But she's also in a new show with Martin Lawrence and Kelsey Grammer called Partners, uh, where she's a lead. Like, she plays Martin's daughter, I, I hear, uh, in this show. And so, like, she is, like, well, I guess kind of like a rising actress in, in L.A. So to do this to her own career, A, number one. Uh, this could be a way to catapult it. No, not for a black girl, though. Sorry, girl, you fucked that up. Do you think? You would have been Lindsay Lohan's ass. You probably could have got away with this, but no, not for you. Sorry. You know, I really don't have much of an opinion on it. I mean, I could very well see um, uh, a strain of truth in her claim, just at the idea that maybe people saw a black woman having sex in a car and decided to call the police. Well, they did say that she was uh, something about like insinuated that, that was, she was a hooker. Or she, that she was right. A hooker. Exactly. That's what she exactly. Played. And I mean, I could see that being it, but I don't think the police officer was acting through racism. Yeah. Yeah. But well, like I, she, yeah. they were, it, it was clear that they were being lewd and the fact that somebody right. came I mean, and said to multiple them people before, multiple and we're people. like, could you not in this public place <laughs> in broad daylight? Fuck, can't you guys find a stairwell? Because there or, are photos, girl. Like, yeah, like photos, like, like audio. I think it's like I think the full audio is like thirty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Like just y'all just. Mm, I love it. Mm, I love then, it. And I then love to it. get so instantly bougie like that with that cop and be like ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be like, honest girl. I didn't listen to the audio I was like, I'm girl. an actress I'm an actress uh, I can't wait to go around and say that when I get my first DUI because girl I want to talk about something that's affecting the community oh yeah yeah because like Facebook is coming for y'all drag queens <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about this girl that you are a second class citizen and oh, your and your made up name can no longer be your name? Well speak on it, shake your leg. First of all, I don't know what you're talking about because um my name is Fish as Fuck. Okay. So I'm not scared. So you don't think you're going to get deleted? I don't. 
you know what? And even if I do, I'm going out like a motherfucking G. Ain't nobody going to tell me to change my motherfucking name. You know? I don't know because that that is Shea Coulee. That is Shea Coulee's webpage. Do you still have that, your Jaren Merrill? Yes, I do. So they're separate, right? So you like did a yeah, whole new one for Shea Coulee. Like, yeah, I did a whole see, new one. But, but what drag queens have been doing is like they've been changing their boy profiles to these girl names, to their drag names. Which, mm-hmm. um, which is like, but like you, you went and made a separate one from uh, Jaren. So you still have your Jaren one and you have uh, yeah. a Shake Soleil one. So maybe you're, maybe you'll be safe. I don't know what the politics are behind it. Xander has been a fan page since the beginning. Like, well, I just don't like, I don't think fan pages are that interactive. And I just kind of felt like, but you're a, so limited. it's not interactive in the way where you can like uh, tag your friends uh, and stuff like in things but it's like we can't tag you people though. can't tag you so if you like my company or if you like my fan page you can't nope. no <laughs> really as like as regular people right yeah i thought, I could, I thought that i could like, another page only a page can yeah tag another page only a, a, per, a profile can tag, can tag yep. another profile well, you know they're saying it's because uh facebook wants to move all the drag queens to uh like pages to fan pages because uh you they have charge. to you have to pay money to promote because like if you have a fan page your your people are only seeing i think 16 percent of what you put on uh your social media but if you pay to boost that then it'll open it up to more people so they're like uh, uh, Sister Roma is like the one heading up this yeah. thing for the drag queens and she was oh. saying she's like what it comes down to is they just want your name to match your credit card name because it's all about money that's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like that's paraphrasing obviously but mm-hmm. well Mark Zuckerberg can kiss my whole entire black asshole I mean it's basically it's just this, I, I did mean, not appreciate what he said about people with oh two with, names two, with multiple identities lacking well, integrity because this- that because, like we were saying earlier, that this is not just drag queens. This is, this is happening to people in the burlesque community. Right. This is the, happening to people in the queer community. The trans people who community, aren't trans. out completely, who aren't using their legal names for their own safety right now. Or the ones who can't use their, uh, who, who like can't change their names legally in the states that they're in, but they don't yeah. identify as those names anymore. It, 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 it's not like it's a slippery slope. It is blatant. It's not uh, just discrimination. Like, it really is because it's really affecting a lot, a really large range of people, and that's really also why I'm not changing my name because, bitch, no. My thing is that they're saying they're doing it to you know because um, a lot of predators and stalkers and such use alias will make up fake accounts. But the thing is, is that. If you're trying to not be seen, then you're gonna name yourself John Smith. Well, who cares? Who cares if you fucking make up? That's why. That's why understand. it's kind. Of, it's no. It's bullshit because they're going after people like Alaska Thunderfuck. Yeah. They're going after like obvious names like Lula Hoop Guru. Like I think I said that right. I don't know. I don't but know. like they've just taken down burlesque performers and and basically performers. Mm-hmm. And the gay community's names that are clearly not real names. But the thing is, is that, that those aren't the people who well, are not stalkers. Their birth names, not their like, because you know some of these people. That's why, like, that's why I said I'm not scared about my name because Shea Coulee is a fishy name. <laughs> like that yeah. sounds like a real bitch kind of name. So. Trina Rex, on the other hand, like of course, yeah, girl, you are gonna get flagged. This is what Trinika was telling me. She said that they apparently were like moving from like the West Coast, like 
over. And that's what had happened to Sister Roma because they had shut hers down. Uh, I believe Porcelain completely deleted her Facebook. She just said, fuck you guys, which is, that's well, why I'm doing like a national blackout day or something like to like deactivate your Facebook on a certain day as protests or whatever to let Facebook know, like, I did not hear shit about that. So I'll be too busy that day uploading pictures from Instagram for my makeup the night before. Yeah, girl. Fuck it. People do things because they're cool. And what they're doing right now is not cool. So therefore, your service is not going to be cool. And somebody younger, somebody hipper, somebody with like a more inclusive idea is going to come up with something for people to socialize and share aspects of their life. And Facebook's going to be dated. You guys remember MySpace? Exactly. When we come back, we have listener questions. So we'll be right back. Are you stumped on something? Questioning life? Don't know your direction? Write in to the Tony Soto Show and tell us your story. At the Tony Soto Show.com. God, who your name just makes me want to vomit. And we are back to the Tony Soto Show. I'm Shay Coulee. To my right is Miss Lucy Wack. Hey. And all the way out in sunny California is Tony Soto. (laughs) So many, so many uh, Mexican women talk to me in Spanish immediately, and I have to be that fucking white guy that's like, uh, oh, wait, what, what? This one girl went on this tirade with me for like 30 seconds, and I was just like, um, and she's like, oh, you must be Italian. I was like, yeah, it must be. (laughs) 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 I don't even fight it anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'm Italian. Sorry. Uh, Portuguese. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, we have a listener question. So, Shea Coulee, do you want to start us off? Yes. Our first listener question comes from Steph. Steph says, in the past year, I have lost over 100 pounds. Well done. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's fantastic. That's a lot. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. damn. Be careful. That's a lot of weight in one year. Damn, girl. But good work. Mm -hmm. She said, I contribute a lot of my weight loss to no longer eating fast food. But like a drug addict, all I can think about are drive-thru lines and fast food dessert. It is hard to live without McDonald's apple pie. She says, what are your favorite fast food desserts? You know, the desserts you dream about. <laughs> Steph, can I just say that um, I woke up with a half-eaten um, McDonald's apple pie in my bed this morning? So <laughs> I understand your struggle. It was the first thing that I ate when I woke up this morning. <laughs> I think about them. I, I girl, I feel. I, I, when I read this listener question, I was just like, "Has Steph been following me?" Oh my god! Like, girl, I yes, it's the apple pies, you guys. I don't know what it is about that warm cinnamon and that cheap crust, but it's just like, mm. it's just like I remember my mom. She would like go and get her hair done, and I would go with her when I was a little kid, 
And when we drive home, I was good. Should we give me an apple pie? And so, like, that is my childhood. That is a comfort food. Like, that is something that I associate with my mom having a fresh new hairdo. All right, bitch. Feeling good. Lucy, fast food. Girl. Favorite dessert. Well, I haven't been eating fast food because of, like, my, my allergy breakouts and everything. And so... I really never went for the desserts. Like I love savory. So like I, I daydream all the time about KFC's popcorn chicken <laughs> and mashed potatoes and gravy and that brown gravy. Oh my God. There should be like, so good. I mean, I just have to say Steph, I was like, I hope there's like a place that where you, I would hope that you could go into like an AA and like talk about this, you know? <laughs> Like, yeah, because that's real shit. Like, like I ordered a cab to go through drive-through once. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't eat fast food anymore either. Like, uh, I'll, I'll occasionally allow myself a pop belly, but when it comes down to desserts, it is number one is the caramel apple empanada from Taco Bell. Oh, you get that shit hot. You get that mm. shit fresh. Cause what you usually do, because they slack on it. Mm-hmm. Um. That shit's off the hook. I want it to burn my mouth. The second would be the <laughs> apple pies at Popeyes because those shits are fucking like cinnamon crusted. It's fucking off the hissy. Like, I do love the cinnamon bites from Taco Bell too. Girl, you know they have those cinnabons at Burger King now, right? Like, <laughs> I could first of all, I love dessert. I could go on about dessert for like hours. Like, I love a cake. You know, I live right around the corner from House of Pie. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was on purpose. House of Pie is open it, until it, midnight. It's not night. like it appeared once you moved into that apartment. You saw it when you went and took a look. Girl, listen, we went there once when I came here to visit before I moved here. And uh, we went to the House of Pie. And it wasn't until I was actually here and I was walking around the neighborhood that I realized, oh, my God, this is the House of Pie. So I went and had two pieces. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. By pieces, he means pies. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one, Lucy? Last? Sure thing. The next one is from Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years, and I love him. Recently, however, he's started a conversation about opening up the relationship. He's on Grinder now and has started chatting with guys. I'm not big into random hookups, and I recently met a really nice guy, and I've gone on a couple of dates with him. He's super sweet and even made me a mixed CD. Ooh. That's how you know someone likes you. So I know. You God. Oops, sorry. Um, Shit. so now my boyfriend gets grumpy. I guess I just don't get the whole open relationship thing. He seems to think that by opening the relationship, that just means sex. Am I so out of touch that I didn't even think about that? When a couple opens a relationship, is it strictly in the context of fucking or can emotions enter the equation at all? No. Well, <laughs> anonymous, I'd have to say that's a discussion you need to have with him. And those are parameters you two need to set together. Um, today, the meaning of opening your relationship has so many different paths it could take that you really have to communicate and be really specific as to Does it though? what work for your relationship. Does it though? Like, it's not just fucking, like, it's not just fucking like, no, uh, I think, I think today when you say you want to open the relationship, that could mean a number of things, you know, I mean, it could mean you could bring someone in the bedroom together, but you never do anything outside of each other. Yeah. It could mean random hookups. It could mean a, con- a consistent hookup. It could mean emotional commitment. Like a throuple. It- yeah. A three-person couple. I've known of them. I've known of one. It's interesting. 
Um, oh, wow. You really can't, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that it is pretty out of touch to think that, like, you can... Uh, by opening up a relationship, that means that you can form another boyfriend-like relationship with somebody. Unless you're like, th- but this, this is, is a someone poly or a polyamorous relationship. All of a sudden, you know what I mean? This like, is this is coming from someone who has identified himself as not being someone who has casual sex. Yep. And so when you say you're opening it up to the him, he's like, oh, that's what he's going to pursue. I mean, what it comes down to is the fact that the boyfriend of six years should have known that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you've been with me for six years and you don't know. That, I'm, that I am I'm a relationship like a monogamous junkie. Yeah. Like I really love monogamy. I really want to grow old and die with someone. It's like you better well, fucking. Maybe the boyfriend oh, said he wanted to open up the relationship so that he could have these sexual experiences and assume that the uh, anonymous probably wouldn't be going out and doing that. Well, that's kind of unfair to like think. Okay, well, I'm gonna open this up. Well, for just well, me. but I'm not saying that he's going like he said, but like. If you're with somebody and you know that they're like that, and I feel like if somebody is on Grinder, they're already looking for something. Not like I don't. Now, did he go on Grinder before he asked to open up the relation? I don't know because it says he went on Grind. So maybe he has to open up the relationship and then went on Grinder. Yeah. But like, if he's, I don't know. If he knows that anonymous is not, if that's not his nature, that he's not the type that's into casual sex. I feel like for him to ask to open up the relationship was kind of like him trying to ask for a free pardon to cheat on him. Well, I I can see that. I can. I I understand what you're saying. Does that make sense? Like that's like I'm like because I'm like well, but that's shady, and he hoped that that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like that's shady. That's kind of like what backfired on him because now this person is like. But what should he do? What should he do about this guy? Because my opinion on this is that he needs to friend zone this guy now. Or he needs to just fuck him. Like it's like you need I, to you need to either fuck him because you have an open relationship and you think that this guy is uh, attractive, and then move on, or you need to friend zone this guy and just be like, hey, we'll be cool. I think he should probably friend zone him and go back to the drawing board because it's already clear that yeah, his boy. You need to talk to your man. Six years. Yeah, like I'd say you need to talk to your man. Yeah, you need to talk to your man. Figure it out. Well. I'm, yeah, yeah you guys need to decide what the, you both want. what the rules are. Yeah, mm-hmm. make those rules. And be open to communicate about how you're feeling about everyone and everything. Get that safe word. Get that safe word. We have one final question. So here we go. Hello. Oh, this is from Chris. Hello, Hi, panel. Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hello, panel. Glad you're finally back, Tony. Thank you. Here is my question. I am trans, female to male. I'm also a gay man. Mm-hmm. This was hard to explain to my family that though I was born a woman and I like men that I identified as a man. My family ultimately adjusted to the new me, but as a gay trans man, dating is impossible. I'm not a trans person who goes around saying it's not a big deal. It's just genitalia. You're narrow minded. If you can't see past my vagina, it's like, I get that you can't change hundreds of years of genital conditioning right away. I would like to know your opinion on trans people who identify as gay or lesbian and if you could be open to dating them. That is a very good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, well, first off, for your earlier issue, I would like to say um, I would definitely recommend looking to the queer community more so than just the straight-up gay male community for a partner or for someone to date um, just because it's a much 
more open-minded group of people than just the straight up white male gay community i think i wish that my mind wasn't was open enough that i could embrace dating a, a trans person i don't know if i could i don't know if i could yeah i'm going to be perfectly honest <clears throat> I've actually talked to a friend of mine before who's uh, had sex with trans men, uh, female and male trans men, and he explained it as a positive experience. And he was just like, I mean, he's like, I totally encourage you to try it, you know, however. Did he mm-hmm. fuck him vaginally? Or did he fuck him anally? Or did... They fucked him anally with a strap on. Oh. Um... I am such a fan of the dick. Now, I work in a sex store with so many realistic replications of the male genitalia, and I cannot even begin to tell you that that is really, like, my biggest turn-on, is it in person, you know? And... Sometimes it's honestly about the person that's attached to it. Sometimes I am more into the dick than I am to the person that is attached to said dick. Okay. So for me, that being missing would be difficult for me now. Gosh, if it was like something that maybe was on a, a more emotional connection where I just happened, because I mean, I will be honest too. I've seen some, some studs, some studly lesbians, yeah. and I've seen some trans men <laughs> that I've been like, preach, damn, preach, he is fine. Fine. Because sometimes, mm, so, if I, not, so I, I know that I'm attracted to them, but then when it comes to being intimate and being, you know, naked with each other, it's, I, I, I can't definitely say yes or no, to be perfectly honest, because I know how much it is, how much I really do love Penis. I want to say that I'd be open to it, but I just don't know. Lucy, would you, uh, would you uh, have relations with a lesbian uh, male to female trans? Person? You know, it would really have to depend. Because then you would have something extra that was there that you were missing. Yeah. You know? Well, like, I mean. Oh, that's gross. That's my- <laughs> I feel weird about that question to you now and that response from Shake Delay. I'm sorry, Lucy. You ain't never had a dick in you. How much she loves vaginas. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I really assholes. love vagina. She's yeah. not into assholes. So and, like, um, what would... and I'm also really into the female form. Like I love yeah. the shape and the touch and the feel of a woman's body. Yeah. Yeah. And I know estrogen can do a lot for a man, but the thing is is that when I'm there, the I'll feel the person. alert. I'm a little woman, so they're obviously going to be a lot bigger than me. Well, not always. You know? Not always. Not always, not right. Always. That's you why can't... it would depend. Like, if there were a little bitty guy that turned into a girl that wanted to be a girl with me and wanted me to treat her like a girl and, like, be the girly one, maybe, what you know? What if it's post-op? Like, what? Post-op. Like, had the, has completely what transitioned. What if they were post-op? Yeah, completely transitioned. If she were post-op? Yeah. And she really looked like a girl and, like, had the whole like uh, female like thing going on. If she was a real girl, I mean, I mean, almost. I mean, if she no. like, if she no, passed like just, mad, you know, if she somehow was shorter than me, I like, I don't know, weird. like, I don't want to just get weird. I, I feel like we're getting problematic. <laughs> 
Um, I would like to say, though, uh, I think that you should definitely check out a documentary about Buck Angel, who is a female. Oh, okay. Uh, You should check out. Am I back? Am I here? Is it all right? Okay. You should definitely (laughs) check out a documentary about Buck Angel. It's available on Netflix right now. And Buck Angel is a female to male trans uh, man who used to be like a supermodel and is now a porn star. Like, Someone interesting to to like look to. Uh, that's a really great documentary about Buck Angel out there. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't want this to be problematic at all. Like I I would like to think yeah. that I was open minded enough to uh, embrace a trans person and like be romantic with them, but like it hasn't ever arisen. You know what I mean? Like it's never really. And for me, it's just, I don't really make much of a connection with the men that I do fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, people, the, 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 my, the people that I have sex with are all very, 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 very casual, very expendable. You know? <laughs> just, just, I hope they that they all listen. They just don't <laughs> for shit. They don't. And I mean, honestly, I can't, I really honestly can't say no. Cause like I could meet, Just I honestly could be walking down no, the street. Huh? I could be walking down the street and I could meet a really handsome trans man tomorrow and strike up a conversation. And he may just, he may do it for me. You never know. Yeah. So I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to say yes either because I know what I really, really, really really am into is penis it is penis i love to watch it grow it's just oh such my a god oh my experience. god on that note i think we're gonna oh. wrap this show up <laughs> on that personal growth story from miss shake Goulet. let's thank her all for that guys real it is so good to see your faces. I'm so happy that this worked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see if it worked uh, yeah. after, after I you know, disengage. But this has been... Oh, uh, what's going on? Tell us things about what's going on. Uh, Shea Kulay, Faces Tonight. Uh, yeah, Faces Tonight. We got me, uh, Kelly Lauren, uh, Mercedes Tyler, Jade, Tori Sass and uh, monica beverly hills so it's going to be a really fantastic time and i hope that you guys come out tonight because the show's going to be amazing lucy whack what's going on in your life girl uh this weekend i'm actually going to be in ann arbor michigan shooting uh the pick a card uh burlesque exploration into tarot show so if anybody mm-hmm. in the michigan ann arbor area uh should get you know Check that shit out. Get some tickets and go see it because it's going to be an amazing show. It's going to have Dahlia Fatal, Gala Delish, Cruel Valentine, some amazing chicks on stage. Cute. Amazing chicks. All right. Well, yeah, I'm no, not no. doing anything. I'm looking for a job. Someone hire me. And listen, if you want to donate to the Tony Soto Show, we do have a nice little button down on the website. You can donate. To donate. Tony because Tony's uh, broke and he doesn't want to get a job. We need to bring some funds. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's pretty expensive to be uh, across country now, my dear. Uh, yeah, just donate <laughs> some funds. We need to, uh, I need to pay people to do shit. Um, all right. This has been the Tony Soto show and we will be back again next week. Bye. 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 I woke up. 
with a half-eaten um, McDonald's apple pie in my bed this morning. So <laughs> I understand your struggle. It was the first thing that I ate when I woke up this morning. <laughs> I think about them. I, I girl, I feel. <laughs> I, I, 